Hello, Mr. Kearns. I bad want money now. Me sick. Ooh, he card reads good. So pick please me, Mr. Burns. It's Kearns, stupid. No, it's not. Disregard. Four finger discount, dude. Welcome to Four Finger Discount, proudly brought to you by the Simpsons Quotes and nobody gets any more Facebook page, no homers.net, popculture.com.au and Podbean. I am Dando. I am Mitch. You just did something you don't normally do. I know because... You just I'm... very quietly, it's like you were psyching yourself up. You just leant into the microphone and just said, burns air. No, it's it's so when I'm going back and doing the editing, I know which audio is for what. Yeah, that's because fine. You've just never done it ever. I know, but now I've put, I had to. You've put an audio clapper at the beginning. Yeah. But you did it in burns such... Burns air. Exactly. I was, so, I was concentrating, a, wasn't I? You know the voice that you did then? Everyone knows that we've had a week off and part of that it was I was away. And there was one night where I was having a lot to drink. Like, I'd already had quite a bit. You said you went seven days without being sober. Yeah, pretty much. That, it, that, that's how it was right? All, yeah, yeah, it was intervention time. Like, it got to the point that my body started rejecting beer and I had to drink nothing but spirits. Was your, as disgusting as it sounds, was your piss really yellow? Like, did it get to that point where... I couldn't see that far. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I did have um, I did have some amazing martinis and someone served me something called... Uh, it was a, a whiskey sour with cherry juice. I've heard... Is that in a Simpsons episode? Maybe a whiskey sour? I'm not sure. Yeah, Grandpa asked for one in the one where, oh, he's, he? where kidney trouble. He so goes, I knew, oh, a whiskey sour. I knew of a whiskey sour, but to have um, cherry juice thrown in there as well was really, really good. But anyway, the point is, one of these nights, I've already had quite a few, and then I had to shout the table, and it was 12 schooners. I was like, oh, man. Like, I'm... For me you to, to shout get, that? Yeah. Wow, yeah. that's a lot of money. Yeah. Well, you know, people had shouted at me. It was just as we were going around. But I was like, 12 oh, scooters. I'm pretty drunk and I've got to go order 12 drinks. So I, like, I put on my best sober, sober voice. And it was pretty much the way you spoke <laughs> then. So I was like, all right, boys. So I got this one. Wander up and... Uh, Looking at your feet, concentrating. <laughs> 12 scooters, please. <laughs> Five scooters, thanks. <laughs> and then I turned around so they couldn't see my eyes watering. And they gave them to you? Yeah. They, they gave you 12 schooners? Yeah. Where was this? i got a trustworthy face. <laughs> We're here to review Burns Air, a very, very funny episode. But before then, we need to thank everybody for sticking with us. We, want, we needed a week off, but everyone mm. on Patreon, just want to throw a shout out to all you guys. You are absolutely legends. We understand for the last few weeks, the last couple of weeks, we haven't been putting out the content that we said we're going to be. You're going to get all the content that we promised. We just needed some time to write the book. Yes. What book is that, Mitch? We are writing a, a quite excellent... Getting one, close to the deadline, one, but it's all coming together. And you know what? I've been promising that this will be one of the best books ever written for a long time. And now I'm actually feeling like this is going to be one of the best books ever written of its... I'm not going to set that kind of expectation. Of this genre. Still. I'm not going I'm to set gonna, that kind of expectation. <laughs> I'm going to back it off a little bit. It's not going to be quite as good as King Lear. But the Raven. Uh, well, the Raven was just in a collection of yeah, books. Yeah. But anyway, but it's got it, it's a fantastic book. It's called Homer's Odyssey. It's a guide to the Simpsons. It is basically us recreating this podcast. So, but with with entirely exclusive content, we're not doubling over and, and backtracking over stuff that we've already done. Nothing too serious in the book. It's just us telling you guys why we like the show. Yeah, and through that, you'll read it and remember why you like the show. Yeah. I've shown a few people at work little snippets of it. Yeah. And they've just said, it just reminds me of all the funniest moments of the show. They like get a little misty-eyed? Uh, not really. Okay. 
should have wrote, said you should have sent them some of my stuff. <laughs> um, you'll you'll also learn things in the book. So we've got exclusive interviews. There's behind the scenes access. There's um, th- uh, what Trivia, have we got? Facts, how many directors kind of have we stuff? got? Um, Two directors and a couple animators. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So and a production and, and, and a production coordinator. Like there's we've got so much in there. Production coordinator does the forward for us. Yeah. Pretty big deal. Official stuff. Yeah. Oh, holy shit, I saw something that was funny on the subject of forwards and on the subject of books. I was in the... Oh, uh, Trump? Yeah, Donald yeah. Trump. Donald Trump had his um, uh, Make America Great Again, like his book. He's re-released that since becoming president. I think it was just called um, Great America or something. Like, he slightly changed the title. Twiddle. The twiddle. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? He calls it a twiddle. Yeah. And on, on, on Twitter. On yeah. the front cover, like, there's this big blue star, like... Dra- eyes, get your attention here. And it says, now with a foreword, by the author. <laughs> like, what? I've never seen it before. No, I've never seen it. No one has ever done that before. The idea of a foreword is that you get someone who's an expert on the field that you're writing about yeah. to write something to give you credibility. And he's gone, I know who's going to give me credibility. Me. <laughs> and then they've used it as I a selling it was, point. I thought it was, when you sent me a picture of it, I thought, well, this is a joke. Obviously, someone's just taking the piss here. <laughs> they've they've used it as a selling point. So, people are standing there going, hmm, oh, jeez, do I want to buy this book that's been written by Donald Trump? I just don't know. Do I want to buy the Hang second? on. He's done the forward. Now, I'm in. People who bought the original copy will now buy the new copy yeah, just for the forward. Just for the forward. <laughs> Not as good as our forward, though, is it? No, it won't be because ours are written by a nice person. <laughs> Burns Air, what do you think? Uh, I've always really liked Burns Air. I like that you get to... The older I get, the more I like Mr. Burns. So, the more screen time he has, I'm always happy. He was actually a lot more sympathetic in this episode than I remember. He gets evil towards the end where he starts I tricking think... Bart. But the only reason he does that is because now that he's got Bart, he doesn't want to lose him. I At thought he was always... being quite genuine. Uh, I, like, the, the moments after the bathtub, I think he was being quite genuine. Like, when, he's, um, when he leaves the... the Simpsons' house and he goes, I'm going to go... genuine. He was laying that on thick. That was his plan the whole time. Yeah. He even says, Smithers, my plan has worked. I was going to say, because I know he says my plan's worked, but I wasn't sure whether that was part of his plan at that point. You gullible fool. (laughs) (laughs) Most evil man on television. He doesn't have emotions. He did block out the sun. Exactly. How great, though, I forgot the moment when he gets the the wheels to kick home, uh, kick Bart yeah. up the ass. It reminded me of Mousetrap. Oh, exactly. (laughs) It's so funny. Like the big setup, and Bart just stands there waiting for it. Yeah, that's the best part. (laughs) Just watch us. And then Homer's laugh. It reminds me of Homer's reaction to man getting hit by football. Yeah, it's similar. <laughs> just kicked right in the butt. Right in the butt. <laughs> Ow! Oh, such a such a great setup. And you know it's coming. That's why it's so funny. Yeah. You see the boot. You're like, bang. Ah, oh, so good. What was your favorite moment? That was my favorite moment, by the way. That was your favorite moment. Yeah. My favorite moment from the episode would have to be Krusty explaining the Falkland Islands. Mm-hmm. I really like that. Like, how instantly he goes, the Falkland Islands have been invaded. And then map. he's got a chart. Yeah. <laughs> One of my trivia questions was and going his to reaction, be- Sorry, his reaction to it as well. Just what he realizes that that's the rerun that he's put on. Just, yes. Uh, uh, damn. <laughs> I, uh, I've got here, and I forgot to look up the answer, was when was the Falkland Islands invaded? So how far back oh, in time? Yeah, right. Do you want to just do a quick Google search? I reckon it would have been sometime in the 80s. I remember Robin would Williams. It been a few years, you'd think, to make this gag Worth it. Yeah. Um, Falkland Islands War. I'm not sure it's, if it's too old, though, because Krusty still looks like Krusty. Didn't have the sideburns it, it and whatnot. Was, it was a topical 82. Oh, wow. 1982. So it was 10 years ago. Yeah. 10 years ago in the episode. In the episode, yeah. when it first aired. Yeah, of course. Oh, 12 years. It aired in 1994. True. But yeah, so that's your favourite moment from the episode? Uh, at, for, for want of 
not being able to think of anything else off the top of my head. Yes. <laughs> what about, oh, go eat some roses. My secret shame. My secret shame. <laughs> Love Homer's reaction Michael Caine. I spoke about that in, yeah. the, in the last episode that we did. I'm sorry, Monty. Is that, do you, is that meant to be Michael Caine? It's pretty spot on. Yeah, not spot on, but it's a good parody of him. It's not spot on, but yeah, it's, it's like to the extreme satire yes. of his voice. Yeah, yeah. Trivia. Yeah, but, well, trivia or alternate title? What are we doing first? Oh, I didn't do alternate title. Fuck, oh, fuck. Week off and I forgot. Oh, what have you got? I've got a barter boy. That's good. Playoff of a batter boy. I like it. What was Mr. Burns' hippie name? <laughs> Wavy gravy. <laughs> it's good, isn't it? It's fantastic. <laughs> um, where were the auditions held to become Burns' heir? Oh, fuck, I was going to include this as a question. I didn't look it up. What was it? The Lily Langtree Theatre. Yes. I, no, why I didn't? Because I didn't know who it was and I couldn't be bothered looking up who she is. No, I didn't have the time to Google it. But, okay. <laughs> but I just went, oh, well, there's a name. I looked at the name and I thought, I'm going to probably pronounce it wrong. I can't be bothered. <laughs> right into us. Tell us who she is. What's the review of Siskel and Ebert, the movie? It says underneath it. Two thumbs up. Two thumbs up by? Siskel and Ebert? Yes. <laughs> it would make sense. Um, what are the two E's? Of acting, according to Chief Wiggum. Oh, don't even remember this. Enunciate and energy. Of course, when he's talking to Ralph. Yeah. <laughs> How much does Mr. Burns give Krusty to deliver a pizza? Uh, 400 bucks? $400. Nice. How long is the train ride for Bart's toy? Comes back in three hours. And? and? What do you mean? Three hours plus some. Oh, okay. Don't know, three and a half hours. Three hours, 40 minutes. Three hours, 40 minutes. Okay. One time it had snow on it. Well, who was kissing Mrs. K when they were looking at the secret footage on the screens? Oh. The sliver. In the bottom left corner, Mrs. K's smooching oh, with somebody. I didn't say that. Juck. Oh, of course it would be. Yeah, swarthy little yeah. Ferrari. Uh, my final question, and this is one that you need to use a little bit of deductive reasoning for. Okay. What is, what could you comfortably say mm-hmm. is Homer's favourite type of flower to eat? Tulip? Yes, yeah. well done, sir. <laughs> now, is that because you looked at it or because of Bart's joke? It wasn't because of Bart's joke. It's because okay. I was trying to think of what it looked like. Think of yeah. what it looked like. No, Bart says that explains his uh, mystery visit to Holland. To Holland, yeah. Yeah, Holland famous for of tulip course. fields. Yeah, I, yeah. I didn't think of that. That is just, a great joke. That just looked like tulips. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think Homer actually says tulips, does he not, when he takes him first into the toilet? I don't think so. He just goes, mm, oh, so For good. some reason, the first thing that came to my head was tulips. Maybe just because they look like They it. did look like Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. And finally, what was the name of the motel where the guy takes Molman to unbrainwash ah. him? No. The Happy Earwig Motel. Okay. Jesus. Yeah. Not a very nice title, is it? Now, bring your own pillows. <laughs> if, you're sta- <laughs> if you're staying at a hotel called the Happy Earwig, just don't, rely-, spray. don't rely on their linen. Few facts about the episode. The THX executives really liked the parody of <laughs> when they were watching the ad. And it sounded a lot like it, actually. Spot on. Yeah. I think it exactly was it, yeah. Uh, they had it re-recorded and redone for the widescreen aspect ratio for the cinema. Okay. They actually used it in the cinema. Yeah, cool. Yep. And David Silverman was apparently supposed to direct this episode, but him being the busy man that he is, he didn't have the time to do it, so they handballed it to Mark Kirkland. Right. Original air date was April 14th, 1994. The chalkboard gag was the Pledge of Allegiance does not end with Hail Satan. <laughs> and the couch gag is the family are all balls bouncing in, Bart goes to bounce away, Homer grabs him and slams him onto the couch. Kicks off with Homer bored at work. Just rolling a donut back and forth, which yeah. I liked. Yeah, just got nothing to do. Then all of a sudden, shit goes off. He's won yeah. the employee raffle. And I like that they've got game show hosts to come in and yeah. hand out the employee like a deal raffle. or no deal girl walks in. Yeah. 
and they say that he's won the chance to be the industrial chimney sweep industrial for a day. Chimney sweep for a day. Yep. And the, the pause tries to figure out what that means. Woohoo! He just assumes. Well, it's a prize. So it must be good. It must be good. It's not this. No, but he doesn't like it at all. He's getting put in and out of the mm. chimney. So the people at the top are obviously working harder. It's a little bit of an unhomer line. Yeah, that little bit of. Um, Blind faith and optimism in the people above him. He yeah. knows who the person is, in the uh, top that's is. That's what I. But you know what? I didn't write. Why I didn't write that down? Because last episode you said you're being too negative. You're being too critical. I'm like, well, I'm gonna. I'm not. S- I'm not gonna say a single negative thing on this whole <laughs> fucking episode. I'm not saying that I didn't like it. I'm just saying that it was a little out of character. <laughs> yes, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it wasn't even that. You were just being like, this episode is just funny. I don't understand why people liked it. And that's exactly <laughs> how I was talking to you. <laughs> but the people at the top are not working hard, though, are they? What are they doing? Having a bath in a wonderful hat. Eating extra fancy <laughs> chips. Yeah. <laughs> I like extra fancy. <laughs> this is one of my favourite. Like, I love Burns being weak at any moment. Like, I'll crush you like this paper cup and all that sort of stuff. Or I'm giving you the thrashing the of thrashing, a lifetime. yeah, yeah. But Smithers, that sponge has corners, you know. Yeah. I'll get the spherical one, sir. That's so funny. <laughs> He's so serious, too. Watch yeah. it, Smithers. And then, yeah, just, just absentmindedly sits it on his hat. And just the... Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> He's got no recourse to be able to keep himself above water. Slowly sinking. Smithers! <laughs> and he comes back up just to say, um, life. Is yeah. It? Uh, no, eyes. 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 Yeah, life yeah, yeah. before eyes. And what a montage of Burns' life How it is. How ugly is well. he as a baby? Yeah, he's hideous. Little hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're fired. I just love the dance and how long it takes to reload the gun. And the yeah. Fact that the so what era would that have been? Uh, oh. He's a teenager at this point. With like Clintock pistols and stuff like that. Looked like it would be something from the early 1900s. Okay. I would have no idea. Hmm. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> I'm hardly a gun expert, but I feel like that's the sort of... Maybe even 1800s. It feels like Mel Gibson in The Patriot. Like, that would be the sort of gun he would have. And the, the gag is sort of showing all the different uh, eras that Burns has lived through. Yeah. Because then the next one is the hippie phase. Yeah. Wavy gravy. Wavy gravy. <laughs> it's so good. Part of, yep. <laughs> Going undercover at Greenpeace There was no to need to do it just it. to fuck them up. Yeah. <laughs> The only benefit was that he's fucking up Greenpeace. Yeah. I've been smoking harmless tobacco. <laughs> Throws the bug over his shoulder. Uh, Smithers then walks in and finds him, well, you would assume dead. He's just mm. under the water, not moving. Burns has a extra bit of strength. He comes up, starts struggling Smithers. Then it's, Burns is very sad because he realises that had he died in that moment, he hasn't left a legacy behind. Mm. He's got no one to leave any of his fortune to. And I thought it was a nice touch that Smithers expects the money. Did he? <laughs> yeah, it's... <clears throat> yeah. Oh no, friend. I'd, I'd like that he refers to him as a friend here. Yes. And it's like I've planned a far he, greater reward. And what for he you. thinks he's planned is better. Yeah. Like he thinks that he's better. Yeah. But it's horrifying. Gone to the effort of having a model done up. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and, and he's terrified. And yes. Smith is <laughs> horrified <laughs> in the model. <laughs> then they're at the cinema and they're watching the Siskel and Ebert movie. Mm. The THX ad. It's oh, cool. sorry. Just quickly, I okay. loved Harry Shearer's delivery. On Smithers' reaction to that model. Oh, so, goody? Yeah, but it's that pause. It's like, uh, uh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> As he's trying to process it. He doesn't want Mr. Burns to think that he's not happy. Yeah. That. yeah. The THX commercial scene mm-hmm. was a lot more graphic than I remembered it being. Like, you could the see... Head, I know that the, the head explode was a parody of something. I'm not quite sure. Uh, scanners. Scanners, okay. Which is a movie, is it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, great science fiction movie. Okay, cool. But uh, just seeing the head explode, I was like, oh my. I don't remember that. <laughs> I lo- well, the thing I remember did the mean, teeth. yeah, the teeth shattering, but you could still see the holes in the yeah, gums I know. where the I was teeth like, came from. Yeah. It was gross. Yeah. <laughs> Mind you, pretty exciting. Like, I love whenever a new sound system would come out and you'd go 
to someone's house and they'd put on like Terminator 2 and or the go Dol- to JB and they, the, someone's the, playing yeah, it. The yeah, the Dolby thing would come on and it would make you feel like your bowels were liquefying. Yeah. And you'd be like, this is some good shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I am ready for movies. Yes. <laughs> like, I've got a killer set of speakers at home. Uh, they are called, they're a brand called Paradigm. There's only, I think, one store in Australia. This is, <laughs> no wonder people call me pretentious. There's only one store in Australia that sells them. It's Byron Bay. It's a company from Canada, and they have to order them in from there. And they're the speakers I went, because JB Hi-Fi is not good enough for me. Yeah. Um, but these things, I, I put on the movie Super 8. And the train. You always tell me you have to come to my house and watch Super 8 with my speakers. Well, I put the train <laughs> it's crash always scene. Super 8 on. with my speakers. Literally, I walked into the. I had to. I think someone knocked on the door or something. I had to go grab something from the car. I yep. walk out to the front door, standing in my front yard. It literally sounded like a train had crashed, not in my house, <laughs> two blocks away. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to come watch because I still haven't watched Super 8. Everyone oh, you tells would love me it's a good movie. It is so up your alley. It's it's a throwback to 1980s movies. It's like a, yeah, like the Goonies it's JJ, sci-fi. J.J. Abrams giving his love note to Spielberg. Cool. Yeah, looking forward to it. We'll have to come check out your speakers one day. Mm-hmm. So, getting back on track, Mr. Burns is... I'm assuming he's paid for a commercial. or he's, Either he's paid for it or he's done it for free, but he has to promote the... But he has to do the thing. Yeah. Maybe a bit of both. I love the way that he does it, though. Yeah. Even the, the tip of the hat yeah. at the end. Yeah. <laughs> he gets right into it. I like... I always admire it when people can sing in the voice of a character that they do. Like, mm-hmm. I, I've really most of the Simpsons cast can. I've always really found that a difficult thing to do. Like to be able to do an accent or an imitation or a voice is one thing. To then sing in that voice, I think it's an entirely new skill level. In fact, all of the Simpsons cast can. Most, yeah, pretty much. I've, well, yeah, so, some of the all... characters not so much, but this particular characters they yeah. nail it. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, that uh, Mr. Burns dancing. With the let's go, or let's mm. all go to the lobby was a takeoff of the toys commercial movie toys. Oh, okay, with Robin Williams. Yeah, that's what it said in right. um on Wikipedia. Yeah, okay. I can't remember that, but anyway, it also reminded me too of how Mr. Burns was saying the whole you know everyone come to my house, one child is going to get the access to my entire fortune. It reminded me of Willy Wonka. Yeah, okay. Everyone like five kids come to my factory, and I'm going to pick one of them to take over. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's similar. There's a, a movie that. I was flashing back to a little bit, but I'll bring it up more so in a moment. Okay. But the um, Smithers thinking he's going to get the fortune was the first seed that made me think, "Eh." and then there's another one that comes up soon, and that was where I went, okay, so maybe they were going for that, but they just didn't mention it. I don't know if it came out before or after this, to be honest. I'd have to look up. Oh, so it's a movie I would know. We'll find out. Yeah, definitely. Okay. At the auditions, as you said earlier, the the parents are trying to get their kids ready, Chief Mm. Wiggum. Enunciate. Enunciate and energy. energy. Millhouse. <laughs> well, I have nothing to offer you but my love. I specifically said no geeks. But my mom says I'm cool. Next. Is there a more Millhouse line than but my mom says I'm cool? Oh, it's, it's the epitome of Millhouse. Yeah. It's the best. And then the fact that he's going to be a girl. Yeah. Like, he's going to be playing B <laughs> yeah. a few moments later. But then Nelson comes in. I don't know what fella-centric means. That's perfect, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but no girls. Uh, Nelson just threatens him, mm. and Mr. Burns likes that. Yeah. He likes Give him. me your money or I'll smash your face in, yeah. I think is the line. I'll smash your withered old face in. Yeah. yeah. I like his spirit. Yeah. <laughs> and then Martin comes in. Clang, clang, clang uh. with the trolley. And no Nelson punches him. Give him another point. Yeah. <laughs> Then we get Lisa, as we said, and the fellow centric gag, Millhouse. Well, there goes my plan B. Home, well, Bart doesn't want to do it. And mm. I heard a line here, a joke that I'd never really picked up on as a kid the yeah. fire one. 
There's a fire that I said this. I said fire. Little fire, fire this, morning? this morning, and yeah. I should really keep an eye on it. Yeah, yeah. And I don't remember that game yeah. at all. It's a weird mix of wanton, reckless abandon and societal duty. Bart was quite reckless in this episode. Yeah, but a one bit... of them was an act of revenge. Even, oh, we'll get to it in a moment. We're not going to upset Bart anyway. But when Ma- Ma- even Marge here wants Bart to do it because she mm. can see the benefits out of it because yeah. she's going to get all it's the money, money in the end. Yeah, yeah. She imagines she has a fantasy about Bart going to uni. <laughs> and Lee majors. Lee majors. Yeah. They actually use the sound from the six million dollar man when he goes ah, yeah, right. into the sky. Yeah, it's it's a funny moment where she's like maybe once more she imagines it again yeah. and you just see Bart and Homer just looking just at her, like, looking at her. Yeah, it cuts yeah, it outside yeah, yeah. her head. It's very funny. It's not the first time they've done a gag like that. I think Homer did it recently. He was mm. thinking of something in his head, and the family was just looking at him like, what? "What?" Yeah, it's rare that it's Marge doing that though. Yeah, she affords herself yeah. that little moment. Yeah. <laughs> Homer then gives Bart the cards. This could be my second favorite moment. <laughs> it's Kern, stupid. Yeah. Ooh, he card read good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love like that's a line. Whenever I see anyone delivering a good speech, yeah, you have to bring he that. He card out. read good. Yeah, do so, that, at, guys. Do that at any wedding that you ever go to. You're yeah, gonna yeah. laugh. Yeah. <laughs> As you say, it's Kern, stupid. Then, the, as we also mentioned earlier, the mouse trap, just the yeah. spinning the thing. It's, you see it's going to come. The it's sound effects on it are great. Perfect. Like you get Even that, the kick sound. That is tension building up as it's sort of yeah. winding up to think of, poof. But, ow! Like, it would genuinely hurt. And then Homer just has no sympathy at all. Just laughs at him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, kids are then very sad as they're walking out to the car. Mm. And we get one of, probably one of the most iconic Homer lines Homer, of all time. Yeah, um... Kids, you tried your best, and you failed miserably. The lesson is, never try. That's top ten Homer quotes, I reckon. I think certainly, yeah, for, as far as... Memorable. What do people think of? Yep. Yeah, yep. Life Advice by mm-hmm. Homer Simpson. Yep. That's right up there. <laughs> Life Advice. We should uh, think about that. Life Advice from Homer Simpson. Yeah. All that, these quotes. That could be the second book. Yes. <laughs> but then re- he's cracked the shits, he retaliates. Mm. And I've just got here... What he does is quite unacceptable. <laughs> the line well, look, gets crossed it, slightly. It could have gone wrong. He just wrong. fucking smashes everyone's window. But, oh, no, Burns' windows. Burns' windows. By all means, it could have backfired. But as it turns out, it worked well for him. I know him. it worked well for him, but Jesus Christ. <laughs> I know you didn't get picked. I know you, you didn't yeah. get kicked up the arse, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, exactly. He was humiliated and Maybe. physically assaulted. Maybe. Here's a bit of a hypothetical. Maybe that's why Bart was so scared in Australia. Because he knew oh, a kick up the arse hurts. Yes. <laughs> So, the Australian booting was the equivalent of your mother walking to the second drawer and just pulling out a wooden spoon. Yeah. And you go, no, 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 no. <laughs> Don't bring that shit here again. <laughs> Did you ever get hit with a wooden spoon? I've never been hit. I think my parents... No, I, I don't... Oh, I've I don't seen know. one of my friends get so. smacked with a wooden spoon on the ass and the thing snapped. I'm I, not even joking. I've heard of people have this happen. Man, like, it stuck with me. Yeah, okay. I was like, holy... Like, I was just watching my mate being pummeled. Yeah. Like, man. You know what would be great is if they had a wooden spoon made out of balsa wood. And that, what's, the, what's balsa wood? Balsa wood's that really light wood. Like you can just I, yep. headbutt it and it'll yep. snap in half. Like plywood? Kind of? Yeah, similar. Yep. Like yep. they'd use it in movies and stuff yep. like yep. that. Yep. So there's, you feel no pain whatsoever. But like maybe his dad really didn't want this kid's friends say wearing... Oh, it was the, his mum. Okay. Well, either way, the parent really didn't want their friends putting their shoes on the carpet or something like that. So they set this thing up that the first time he comes <laughs> the over... The kid was in on it. Yeah, they've got like... They've got a hundred spoons in the drawer. <laughs> she just cracks one over his head to keep everyone like you on no, their best behaviour. You know what was even more traumatising? He was pants pulled down, smacked on the ass. Oh, no. Yes. Bare ass in front of a friend. <laughs> in front of a friend. That's worse than being hit. Yes. Bare ass, snapped a spoon out of his ass. Oof. 
<laughs> and I'm telling you, it was not a fake. Did you just slowly back away? I didn't know what to do. I'm telling you, it just it stuck with me. I didn't say a word. No one yeah. said a word for a while after that. My friend just couldn't talk. He couldn't even look at me. For months. <laughs> it was bad, man. Anyway, so uh, getting back on track, Bart has just gone ballistic on Mr. Burns' house and Burns likes it. I love when he, like the rock, I love Burns' obliviousness. Hmm, this rock appears to have lost its way. This bird. Oh, bird. Yeah. Damn. yeah bird has lost I, its way. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> Christmas carol reference here. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, why, sir? It's Christmas Day. Yeah. Not you. Uh, him. And then it, uh, Bart throws the rock at Smithers. I like him a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, the, the secret to Burns' heart is wanton destruction and hurting people. Yes. Yeah. It's like Willy Wonky. He didn't tell the kids what he wanted. No. But it, came out, let, it came out in a... came out in the right person. Yes, yes. Yeah. What's the, what's the line he says at the end? Charlie, my boy, you've won! No, no. Not that one. The no. one where... Why are you where, laughing where, so much? No, was it the joy in yeah, my eyes? Yeah. <laughs> but the one where, he's, um, where he puts the... Is it the gobstopper? The never... Ah. And he touches him. Something about heart being so true. Uh, something about a noble deed. Hold yeah, on. Yeah, noble I, deed. I'll look this up. It's a great quote. That movie is just fucking awesome anyway. Regardless, uh, Gene Wilder is brilliant. Yeah, in that and in everything. Hold the mic to the. It's all there, black and white, clear as crystal. You stole fizzy lifting drinks. You bumped into the ceiling, which now has to be washed and sterilized, so you get nothing. You lose. Good, Good day, day, sir. <laughs> You're a crook. The look on the old yeah. man's face. You can't believe it. I fucking love the, the yeah. grandpa in this. Like, you believe this is legit. This I is, never this is really it. happening. Yeah. This is fucking great acting. Monster, I said good day. Oh, Wilder. Look at the heartbreak. Yeah. The forlorn. He's so. The lip quiver. He's, he's so sorry for Charlie. And this is where. The purity. It's become an audio commentary of Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> but the purity of Charlie. Yeah. Ugly as that kid's face is, that he thinks, no, I'm not doing this. Yeah. I, it, Willy Wonka is right. I did things wrong. I'm not doing this wrong. And yep. he walks back to him, nice and slow. Yep. Watch along with us at home, folks. <laughs> Get the YouTube video out. All right. He's at the desk. Wonka. And he just puts... It's the gobstopper. Never-ending gobstopper. Is that what it is? Yep. Everlasting gobstopper. And here's the line. Here it is. So shines a good deed in a weary world. Charlie, you lose! Oh. oh, hang on. So they've edited... Let's just edit that. <laughs> I was like, he doesn't say that. <laughs> the jerks have taken away my oh, happy ending. That was, that was good, though. Um, that was good. So shines a good deed in a weary world. Yeah, great. There quote. we are. Yes. That was a lot of effort to get to that one thing. But, but it was, was worth it. It was worth it. Just seeing the old man's face. Just... Oh. He's such a great old man. Like I, him singing. I've he's got a, a gold- no-name actor. I think I've no. I don't think I've seen. I've never him. seen him in other things. No. But him singing. I've got a golden ticket. Is one yes. of the most magical things that I've yep. like. When, look at me, up and about. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't done this in thirty years. Tim Burton had to go and fucking ruin it for everybody. Yep. So what are we up to? <laughs> what episode are we doing? I can't remember what's going on anymore. So Slugworth comes around to see Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> We get back from commercial, and they're doing the contract signing at the Simpsons' house. Homer's questioning Burns, so, you know, you <laughs> How's your heart? Yeah. <laughs> Boo! <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
And uh, as you, but seriously though, if your kid had just signed his contract, you just signed his contract, you'd mm. be thinking, okay, so how long has this old guy got? Yeah. That's like, whether you say it or not, that's exactly what you'd be thinking. Yeah, of course. Perhaps jumping the gun a little bit, telling Bart to open up the windows in the mansion. Yes. Get the old people smell out of yeah. there. <laughs> Marge, are you thinking what I'm thinking? Yeah, let's push him down the stairs. <laughs> also, probably going to be in the back of yeah, your mind. Yeah, yes. Marge says, no, 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 no. I think, I think Bart should spend some time with Mr. Burns. You see how sad he looks. And as you said yeah. earlier, he... It's all a ploy, it's all a ploy. But it's very well acted. Yes. I fell for it. <laughs> but then decides, well, maybe I will. So he goes to have dinner with Mr. Burns and he's just bored. He's yeah. Just not as much he would going be. on. Yeah. He's a 10-year-old kid with a 165-year-old man it in is, a big mansion. It is a bit creepy. Uh, Burns... Scares me even more by pushing the wrong button in the chair. Yeah. Suffocates him. He's <laughs> calling for the maid. Yes. Just, yeah. I, I do, right after he said that he's not a bad person. Yes. Bart says he wants to go home. We think, I think I should go home now. Mm. Understandably. And Mr. Burns says, if you stay, you can have anything you want, no yeah. matter what it is. So yeah. he says, I want a pizza delivered by Krusty the Clown. Yeah. The reaction by Smithers and Burns <laughs> like, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I know no, we can make this happen, but fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Krusty then bursts in delivering the pizza. Hey, it's Krusty the Pizza Man. <laughs> All right, where's my 400 bucks? Hey, wait. How can you be here when your show's on live? Eh, I just threw on an old rerun. No one will know the difference. Eh, 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 eh. Eh, children, remain calm. The Falkland Islands have just been invaded. I repeat, the Falklands have just been invaded. The disputed islands lie here, off the coast of Argentina. Ugh. I thought for this gag they should have made it more. Krusty needs more. Yeah. But at the same time, 400 bucks is a lot to deliver a pizza. Like as in uh, if you're a normal pizza. I just thought the 400 gag- bucks might not be a lot to Krusty, but he's always in gambling debt. I just so. thought the gag would have been funnier because really 400 bucks. Where's the four grand could have worked. Yeah, yeah. Like where's the four grand? Because you, now you think, well, really, Homer, if he had 400 bucks, he'd get Krusty to deliver a pizza to his house. Yeah, true. Like he stopped production of his show, put on a rerun, yeah. got a pizza and delivered it to Bart for $400. Krusty wouldn't do that. $400. Well, yeah, as, as the point that you just made then, for that, anyone could do it. Yes. It needed to be a figure that only... Bur- it should have been a figure that only Burns could do. Yes, exactly right. Yeah. Do you know what else could have worked, actually? Me. Hand over the photographs or something like that. Like, had it been... Yeah, a, that would have been funny. Had it been a blackmail. Now, had it, yes, that would have suited Burns much more. Mm. Yep, 100%. Why aren't we writing The Simpsons? <sighs> just... Maybe after our book comes it's out. It's a question I ask myself every day. <laughs> I just realised the arrogance of that. We come up with one joke. <laughs> in like, in five and a half seasons, we've come up with one thing that would have been better. Why aren't we writing and this? It's sort of, and it's not sort of even better. <laughs> it's not even a thing. <laughs> Pay us money. Uh, they're in the room with all the TVs. And Mr. Burns has said that he's revealed... It's a Sliver gag reference. I've never seen Sliver. Neither have but I. But I went along with but it. But for some reason, I for knew... For me, I was just thinking of The Dark Knight. Yeah, True. With the old Very similar console box. setup. Yeah, 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 yeah. Got cameras in everybody's house. Taxi driver. You talking to me? Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. Ah, that was an antique. <laughs> Just... Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't look close enough. I'd, all I saw was Mrs. K and Jacques, but it'd be interesting mm. to see what the other televisions had. Who else was in the room? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not in that room. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Burn, uh, Burns. You could find it on Frinkyak if you could be bothered. Well, you, you tell us about what Homer's doing and whilst I look it up. 
Well, we, we've already spoken about Homer. This is where we get Homer eating his tulips. And it's just so funny the way he sneaks into the bathroom. He's very he's, satisfied when he eats them, isn't he? He is, yeah. Like, he's really... Of, it makes me want to eat at least one tulip just to see what's going on. Like, why would Homer be eating flowers quite so vociferously? That's the word of the... The word of... The word of the podcast today, by the way, guys. <laughs> the word of the week. Is Mitch's word of the week. <laughs> you can tell I've been writing a book. And I've started to run out of adjectives. There's a few points. There's a few points right in the book where I'm like, Mitch, 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 not academic. Remember, not academic. I can't. I'm not being academic. I just use big words. <laughs> I'm being intelligent, but I'm still being casual while I do it. So did you look that line up on Frinkyak? Okay, Reverend Reverend Lovejoy is looks like he's sneaking himself a little bit of communion wine. Oh, really? Uh, do you see Jacques there in the bottom corner? Jacques and. Mrs. K, Mackinon in the bottom left corner. That looks like Maud Flanders tucking into some ice cream. It is Maud Flanders, yeah. And Chief Wiggum in the bath with a little rubber ducky. And who's the top ones? Mo and the empty bathroom for home. Ah, okay, yep. But then goes home and he's telling the family how he had such a great time at Mr. Burns' house. Mr. Burns spoiled him. Hmm. Pretty much the reason he likes hanging at Mr. Burns is because Mr. Burns encourages his naughty behaviour. Yeah. He lets him get away he's with things that person. he shouldn't be allowed to get away with. Yeah. And... He's talking about all the things that he's got, like the hedge mace and things like that, the bottomless pit. Lisa's <laughs> could possibly be bottomless. Yeah, but it's so deep you can't tell the difference or something along no, those says, lines. Well, it is for all intents and purposes. All intents and purposes, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> but I've just got here, Bart, he's he immediately changed. Burns has been a bad influence. He's got a really bad attitude now, Bart has. Yeah. Flinging peas, which wouldn't hurt. But it'd be annoying. But she says, oh, that was a big one. It's a fucking pea. Maybe it was frozen. Much as an addict. She's an eight-year-old. <laughs> Eight-year-olds exaggerate. Yes, that's true. You, fl- you flick them and they're like, ow, yeah. Dando he- hit me. But he's flicking peas, just being annoying, as he said. Homer doesn't help at all. Marge is like, stop, Bart, tell Bart to stop flicking peas. Hmm. Lisa, stop getting in the way of your wealthy brother's peas. <laughs> yes. Then, when Bart feeds the dog, that's that was, what gets him hungry. That was the end piece. <laughs> <Yeah>. That's it. <laughs> I love when Homer gets angry over shit that he sh- shouldn't get angry about. Yeah, after but being the, casual about something, something that he, he should, should be. be. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was the end piece. He can't believe it. Oh, go eat some flowers. My secret shame. <laughs> I love that little scene. But then he races off on his bike to go see Mr. Burns. He wants to go hang out and get away with being naughty. Yeah. Mr. Burns can see that his plan has worked. Yeah, my plan has worked. Yes. I'll mould Bart. Perhaps in time I'll even love him. Uh, Smithers, get, get it off me. Get it off me. Yeah, yeah. This is where... This is... The second thing that made me think of the movie I was talking about before. Um, the whole thing's kind of got a similar relationship to Hook. Mm-hmm. So, in Hook, he kidnaps his kids, mm-hmm. tries to make the kids fall in love with him, and Smithers is basically a stand-in for Smee. I can see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of Hook, great movie. Yeah. If anyone hasn't watched Hook, make sure you get out and watch it If you haven't watched it in the last two months, you should probably watch it again. What's better, Hook or Jumanji? They're sort of on par. Hook, They're very Hook's, similar. Hook's so. closer to my heart than Jumanji. Jumanji's more close to my heart, I think. I think I watched Jumanji a lot more as a kid. Yeah, okay. I, I definitely watched Hook a lot more. I owned it for a lot longer. But yep. Hook has got some amazing jokes in there that you just wouldn't think should be in a kid's movie. Yeah. Like, it's like The Simpsons. Yeah, it is like The Simpsons. But like not even necessarily adult jokes. But even... You know, I think they used to go to a commercial on this when it was on, whenever it was on 10, when Tinkerbell's teaching him how to be a pirate. It's like, now crook your mouth and drool. Like, argh, argh. And then he walks past a pirate. It's like, are you? Not bad, you. Not bad. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's just so stupid. that It's too kids, stupid. Kids wouldn't get it, but it's it just sounds funny. It's too stupid to laugh at it. It sounds kid. funny. Yeah, yeah, but it makes me laugh a lot as an adult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Speaking of children, they're in trouble. 
I think I've just had an apostrophe. I think you mean an epiphany. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Channel 10 are in the shit. Yeah, big time. Um, what does this mean for The Simpsons? Let's oh, let's do that because it turns out when you have a week off, not as many people send you emails. And I, I read a lot last week, so the mailbag's a little light. Let's talk about how we're going to save Channel 10 at the end of the podcast. Okay. Okay. Don't worry, I've got ideas. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so getting, getting back to what we were discussing before, I know Mr. Burns has set this all up. It's all a ploy. Mm. But are his intentions good? Is he just a lonely old man who wants a son? No, he wants to. He, he, the way he gets, goes about it is wrong, but is he, does he, just, is he just a lonely old man? He's trying to turn Bart into himself. He gets him in a in a too too tight. But does suit. every man want his son to be like him? He's not Mr. Burns' son, but he wants to treat him like a son. I think he just wants to mould him in his own image, so he can think that the legacy of Burns will continue. Is, he doesn't be, want Bart to continue. He wants Mr. Burns. He yeah. wants Bart to become Burns. It's not time to make a change. Good song. <laughs> <laughs> You're still young. Uh... Mr. I love that you're still young. That's your fault. That's your fault. That's such a great bit of songwriting. Oh, yeah. Well done, Cat, Cat Stevens. Stevens slash Yusuf Islam. Yep. I'm not sure which he's actually going by. Yusuf, at the moment. Yeah, I think, he's yeah. still Yusuf. Okay. Yep. Homer arrives and he's very, very angry. He wants his son back, and but Bart doesn't want to go with him. Mr. Burns mm. says, "I think you should leave." Kinda, and says that well. Delivers it with menace. It's kind of like if you start you start dating a girl and her ex boyfriend rocks up. It's like I mm. think you better leave, mate. Yeah. Like, get, get, just not, I'm just warning you. Shit's going to get real if you don't leave. If you don't leave... <laughs> I'll do nothing. Um, I'm worried be- that she'll start to like you more again. <laughs> so I think you should go. <laughs> yes. This is where the deleted scene of Richard Simmons would have existed. Yeah. But they opted not to use it because they didn't want to make fun of Richard Simmons at the time, apparently. Oh, okay. They, they Maybe it was making fun of his campiness. They thought it would be taken poorly. But when they started airing that scene as part of like a uni tour they were doing with David mm. Silverman and whatnot, it was getting huge laughs and they yeah. sort of regretted not putting it in. Because the gag sort of falls a bit flat, doesn't it? It is pretty funny. He closed like, the door. <laughs> it is still funny. The indig- like, Homer's reaction Do funny. your worst. Yeah. He locked the door. Yeah. Like I never saw that coming. Yeah. But yeah, like the, I mean, the Simmons thing, in, the way I remember that scene is always that. Yeah. I That scene... You remember it so much that you think it's in the episode. Yeah. I was plus waiting termi- for it. Plus, there's a Terminator 2 t- parody yes. in there as well. Yeah. Like, such a huge movie. You'd crowbar that in whenever you possibly can. I'm surprised. They d- it's just it's boggling. Yeah. boggling why they didn't put it in. Anyway, maybe for the future uh, reruns, they should slip that delete. Just put it, it in there. Yeah. yeah, just put it in there. Director's cut. Yes. Marge and Hobie then go to the police station. The police are just never any help. No. Ever. Wiggum's always just like, can't you just sort it out yourself? Yeah. I've got we shit can't to be do. policing the whole town. <laughs> yes. He's just he's a horrible police officer. Uh, they then go to Hutz, who's mm. now doing shoe repairs. Now doing shoe repairs. Damn clogs. Damn clogs. <laughs> this is, again, this is another great example of Hutz being able to just... Well, it's Phil Hartman, really. Yeah. But he can just deliver every line so like, hilarious. Like damn clogs. That doesn't read funny. No. But it's hilarious. Yes. And... <laughs> is there a juice stand on this? So I'll tell you this one. It's almost full. He'll be back. Yeah, like it's he just he just milks everything for he's every very ounce of confident it's worth. for someone who's so bad at his job, isn't yeah. he? Yeah, it's perfect. That's what Hutz was. Uh, Hutz, uh, Hartman was so good at just being that overconfident yeah. guy who really has no business being confident. Yeah. Have you seen? You haven't seen Jingle All the Way, have you? Have you? Yeah, I have. He's the obnoxious neighbor. Yeah, and he's so funny. Oh, he's amazing in baking that movie. cookies and yeah, stuff. Yeah, just being a dick. Yeah. yeah, fuck, it's so good. He's the only trying to horn in on Schwarzenegger's yeah, wife. Yeah, yeah. 
In front of him. Yeah. Like, just making it obvious. Wearing the most plain sweaters known yes. to man. <laughs> He's brilliant news radio as well. I love news radio. And the movie Greedy. With have Michael you seen J. the episode Fox. post his death? Very sad. Uh, I would have. I don't remember it well. Yeah. I know John Lovett stepped in and replaced him. Yeah. Good friend of his. And it wasn't, it wasn't the yeah. same. So, and Hutz, in true Hutz fashion, not only does he lose... But Burns' lawyers managed to argue and prove that he is the boy's biological father. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> These aren't going to be ready till next Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> and much. We should really stop hiring this guy. And that's a bit of a meta joke. Like, why yeah. would the family continue? It's all they can afford. Well, it's I guess. all they can afford. Yeah. yeah, it's like going to Doctor Nick. Yeah, come back and Bart is showing off all of his new toys to Millhouse. Yeah, I'm not. I don't really get why Millhouse didn't want to hang out there. Are we supposed to assume that he's been there for a while already? Yeah, Why would a kid I, not want to be there? There's I so feel, much I feel that it's that. There's that little desperation factor in there. And and picking up on the fact that Bart doesn't want him to leave. So there'd be this unease as yeah. to what's going on. Yeah. But yeah, I, I feel like he's been there a while. Yeah. Well, Bart's starting to feel a bit lonely himself. Yeah. Like, none of his friends want to come over anymore. Maybe because yeah. they just don't want to be around Mr. Burns. Maybe we'll yeah, it could be that as well. Just the, the Suddenly Bart's elite. Yeah. Can I, like, can I talk to him? This rich guy? It's not the same. It's like yeah. Richie Rich. Richard yeah. Rich didn't have any good friends, yep. apart yeah. from that young little plucky upstart softball chick that but, saw through the money. But he had his own Maccas, though. He did have his own Maccas. We're, do- we're doing a lot of talking about just movies from that era. Greatest uh, product placement of all time. Yeah. <laughs> what a what f- fucker put a, a McDonald's store in the fucking movie? What a fucking movie that is. Oh, it's good. Like, I don't know if I've ever really... It's too easy to look at Macaulay Culkin now and make jokes about what he became... But there has never been a kid, at, and never, I don't see how there ever could be a kid as good as he was. Dakota Fanning. Dakota Fanning's a better actress, yes. But That's what I thought you were going for. No, no, I, I just like the whole watchability and the fact that people, would, commercial appeal, adults would go watch a Macaulay Culkin movie, and they would fucking love him for it. Yep. Like I. What love about the other guys from Stand by Me? River Phoenix. River Phoenix. Um, he didn't have the same run as a kid. Mm. Macaulay Culkin had massive movies before he was like 12. He had what? And he had a lot of them. He had, the, he had four big ones, didn't he? That, um, the Good Son, Home Alone. Oh, the Good Son. What, what's that one? Is that uh, the one with the two? Elijah Wood. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, that one's not as popular, I don't think, no. as other ones. Uncle Buck. Yes. I'm a kid, that's my job. Yeah. Like That became an icon. Um, um, Home Alone, Richie Rich, as we were talking my about. Girl. My Girl. Yeah. Like, that's a hell of a lot of stuff to have done. In before the space of like five years. Yeah. As a teen. Like, yeah. Anyway. He doesn't get the credit he deserves. He doesn't. It is. He, he, really he did fuck up his reputation for it by himself. There's but. a great in the director's commentary on the Blu-ray of Home Alone in Australia. It was so on the director's DVDs. commentary on that. Yeah, Chris oh, Columbus. Wow. He keeps referring to Macaulay as Mal- as Mac. Um, uh, okay. and I really enjoy that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just because it makes him sound like a much tougher Do you guy think than he is. He calls him Big Mac now. I'd hope so. <laughs> Dad joke for the day. So as we said, Millhouse doesn't want to hang out with Bart anymore. Bart's feeling really lonely. Mr. Burns says, don't worry, I'll replace your friends. Mm. <laughs> this football scene, amazing. Brilliant. Such great animation. <laughs> so this straight in the face. <laughs> Knocks him out cold. Yes. <laughs> and it falls on top of him. Yeah. <laughs> Unconscious himself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Buys him a Ferrari. I don't worry, there's a jaws of life in the trunk. <laughs> but then speeds around. Now, this is the first time we see the little, uh, are we allowed to say midget on this on this show? Well, they say midget. Do they? Yeah. Okay. Lisa, at the end, says that midget yep, true. Um, taught me a lot about his native country of Venezuela or whatever it Would was. Would they be allowed to say that now? Probably not. No, I don't think so. Because we were questioning it We now. can. Yeah. Because 
Because that's what's said in the show. <laughs> because no one, there's no overlords of four finger discount. Because uh, he's one of the elves, and then he becomes Lisa mm. in the in the show. Well, what's it called? The the yeah, well, recorded yeah, version yeah, of the, whatever it yeah. is, the fake version. Homer imagines seeking help. I don't know what this guy is called. I think he's like a hypnotist. I don't know what he's called, yeah. but that's clearly his job. Just or like unbrainwash people. Yeah, deprogrammed. I got Paul McCartney out of wings. You idiot! Yeah, he, he was, was the, the best one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was furious. <laughs> He thinks he's got Bart, and we think he's got Bart as the well. The Mole Man reveal is yes. so great. Yeah, because when you first watch it, you think he's got yeah, Bart. Yeah, you don't know. Yeah. He's Even- inter- interrupting Quimby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Would you mind <laughs> ruining the mood? <laughs> then he reveals, as we said, it's Moment. And yeah. Homer doesn't care. No. <laughs> Just embraces him. Yeah. Bart, Bart and Burns are then watching Itchy and Scratchy on the big screen. Notice it's a big square screen. A little bit of nostalgia there. Yeah, a little bit of 4-3. Yeah. yeah. Bart is a bit creeped out by how... Well, I've got creeped out here because Mr. Burns just continues to laugh. He's just like... He kind of enjoys it a little bit yeah, too Yeah, he's like, oh, this isn't, this isn't the same. Milks the fun from it. Yeah, I don't like this anymore. It's a bit weird. I don't want to hang out with this old guy anymore. He wants to go home and Burns... Has, this is where Evil Burns really yeah. comes out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like he's got the whole fucking fake setup and soundstage yeah. going on. That was a great reveal as well. Yeah. Where he just opens up the door and it's a sound studio. Yeah. <laughs> right next to it. <laughs> Homer Simpson doesn't say, Bo, he says... Goes through the script. <laughs> Do. Yeah. But the maybe it's just my imagination, but something just does not seem right. <laughs> well, let's see what the Simpsons family. I are- am glad he's gone. <laughs> see what the Simpsons family is up to now. I will give the midget that though. He nails Lisa's voice. Oh, he does it really well. Bang on. <laughs> Comes back. You know this. Sorry to to bring up another nostalgic movie from my childhood, reminiscent of the scene in North when I haven't seen it. Okay. Yeah, so there's a scene in North where North has tried to divorce his parents and he's off looking for new parents. Uh, um, Julia Louis-Dreyfus and Jason Alexander play the parents. Before Seinfeld? No, during. So, anyway, so there's this moment where they are delivering a spiel to camera saying, please come back to us. And then at the end of it, the evil kid that's in charge of North being away from his parents sort of has the camera still rolling. He's like, you know, I met a young boy named Hugh. Maybe Hugh could be your son. And they're like, we don't want Hugh. He's not our son. And so then they cut the tape to, do you have anything to say about North? We don't want Hugh. Uh, anyway, very similar to what happens here. Yes, it is very similar. And Bart's just devastated because when he comes back, he actually says, D- oh, oh. And I love the... That's, the how, that's what convinces Bart. The stilted animation on dropping the sandwich yes. as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so good. But uh, Bart's just devastated. He can't believe that his family don't want him anymore. And how strange is it when you see him call or hear him call Burns' dad? Yeah, it's a little odd. Yeah, it's just like, ooh, I don't remember. I don't remember that at all. Yeah. But they have to do that to set up the end scene. And then he busts a rib. Yes. Yeah. Oh, is it a rib? Yeah, that yeah. rib always Oh, breaks. that rib always yeah, breaks. Yeah, yeah. Marge is then... She's just really upset. She's looking through photos. Just looking at photos. As you would be as a mother. You've you lost really feel bad for the family here because they've just had their son kidnapped mm. and there's nothing they can do about it. The police don't want to help. They haven't yeah. got the money to fix the situation. Well, the courts are on his side. Yeah. And Burns has all the money in the world to make Bart want to stay mm. around. It's almost like a Coen Brothers movie type thing that would happen, actually. Like, people have tried to acquire money that isn't theirs through ill-begotten methods. Yeah. And this is their comeuppance. Yep. Uh, Lisa's ruining the house to try and fill the void that yeah. Bart's left behind. I love the trip of Homer. Yes. How she sees it coming and just holds the leg yep. out there. Just, all right, here we go. Burns and Bart are then at work. It's a little tight. Yes, that's to correct your posture. Soon you'll have a mighty hump. Now, you really are my son. This calls for a celebration. 
Let's fire some employees. Excellent. Feel so bad for Lenny. Yeah. It's like, he didn't do anything. Well, he wrong. dies, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, this was a really. I am a good work guy. He doesn't say A, <laughs> but he does when he falls. Yeah. It was a really nice moment here where. I completely forgot how this episode ended. Yeah. So it took me out of surprise. I was like, oh, that's right. Fucking Bart and Homer. Yeah. Bart doesn't know what to do. Yeah. Because he wants to stick around with Mr. Burns, but Homer is his dad. He's still his dad. And I love Homer with the trail. Hmm, the trail ends here. Yeah. <laughs> Those donuts. Hilarious. I thought it was great acting from Dan here. Yeah. And great animation as well. Yeah. Where Homer's just, he's nervous. Timid. He's scared. He doesn't know yep. what to do because he feels powerless. But he also doesn't feel any malice towards Bart, which no. is another amazing well, I, thing. It's I'll like miss can, you, son. Yeah. He, he understands if you have to do this, do it. Yeah. It's kind of like Han Solo in Force Awakens. <laughs> it is a little bit. <laughs> but more believable. Yes, but exactly. 100% more believable. I'll miss you, son. I'm sorry, Dad. You're fired. What? Fire me? That does it. You can never be my son. A little to the left. Huh? No, very well. You can never be my... (laughs) (gasps) Sir, try to land on Leonard's carcass! I love that. I feel like you're about to say something. No, I was thinking back to Star Wars. Um... (laughs) I... Leonard... Sir, try to land on Leonard's carcass! Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then the family... Who is... Sorry, in Star Wars, so Ray... Luke is Ray's father, right? I think that's been confirmed. No, haven't revealed that yet. Okay. Ray has Jedi powers. Yes, I don't know why. It's, oh, trust me, I. So who's Ray's dad? I I think, apparently, in the expanded universe of Star Wars, mm-hmm. Han Solo and Princess Leia have twins. Okay. So I think Ray. So is you going reckon to be... Ray and Kylo are brother and sister? Yes, and okay. she's Princess Leia and Han Solo's kid as well. So we've got like the entire fucking universe. Oh, no, this has been can they do anything other than come up with stories that revolve around brothers and sisters? Like, can we get away from one fucking family tree? J.J. Abrams basically just made New Hope. Again, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Like, exactly the same. Exactly the same, just not as good. Almost to the same dialogue beats yes. in the final act when they're running out of time. Like, this is your last chance to be able to do it as they're flying in to fire the fucking... The, the, the plane it's ex- bullets. And they blow up. It's exactly the fucking same. Yeah. No, yeah. I knew this. You were... I didn't want to shit on it when you were raving about it after you'd seen it because you were super excited that a half decent Star Wars movie had been made again. And you're like, this this undoes everything about the, tri- the old trilogy <laughs> or the sorry the new trilogy. And it was, yeah, I mean, it's fine. I feel like it was a great movie for new Star Wars fans well, to get into. We were discussing this at work yesterday. It's funny that we bring it up. If you'd never seen A New Hope, and and A New Hope is probably too slow for kids of this generation. For the most part. Like, yeah. it's, a, it's a slower movie. Oh, yeah. So, if you'd never seen any of those, this is a perfect movie for you to go yeah. and watch. But if you have, you're like, eh, pretty much what I've seen. Yeah. What we were discussing at work was, I own Force Awakens on Blu-ray. Mm. Never watched it? I've watched it once, and I have no desire to ever watch it again. Mm. And it's like, what does oh, that good. say about I'll the movie? I'll borrow it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll show it to Ash. It's like, if I'm bored at home, I'll whack on Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Numerous times, Force Awakens. I just have no desire at all. And same with Rogue One. I really liked Rogue One, but now that I've seen it, I don't need to watch it yeah, again. I felt they were both really disposable. For me, not being the super Star Star Wars fan, I watched them. I was like, they're both pretty disposable. None of them really showed me anything that I hadn't seen before. I feel the same way about those as I feel about Guardians of the Galaxy. I was like, right, yeah. I've watched them. They're done. I'm probably not going to watch them again. The second Guardians of the Galaxy, I was just like, 
Yeah. Whatever. I, I like Jeff Bridges. Jeff I, Bridges was really good, but I'm, not to the point that I'll watch it a second time. I'm pretty much done with superhero movies in general. I'm just fucking done with them. Maybe it's because I work at pop culture yeah, but and I need to like... I'm Spider-Man's out in a couple of weeks. Yeah, Spider-Man does I'll look be good. I'll undone. But the thing is, Spider-Man's similar to Star Wars where there's been so many bad ones where you're, you're hoping for something good. I've never felt that way about us. Even the worst Spider-Man films, apart from the Spider-Man 3, I really didn't like. But even the other ones, I'm like, you know what? I'm still up for it. I still enjoy that character a okay. lot. But... I saw Wonder Woman on the weekend. Gal Gadot's great. I've heard it's really good, that movie. She is really, really good. But the movie as a whole, same deal. I'm not going to watch it a second time. No, there's too much fam- There's too much of it's familiar. It's, there's a formula now. Yeah, there's been formula for yeah. years. But, it's yeah, it's really hard to find groundbreaking stuff in there. So, it takes a Robert Downey Jr. to be fucking Iron charismatic. Iron Man is still good. That crazy. first Iron Man's awesome. Yeah. But, like, without individual brilliance, it's getting harder to differentiate the movies. And I would argue that... Force Awakens, Ray is individually brilliant. No one else is. All that John... I don't like Is it Ray. John Boyega or what? Is that his name? John Boyega. John Boyega. All he does is huff and puff. Yeah. Every scene, he comes running into a scene from three kilometres away. Just goes, <laughs> and then runs off again. That, that's his entire thing in the movie. Yeah. Harrison Ford's brilliant. Anyway. I was going to say, don't forget Harrison Ford. He was yeah, very, sorry. He, he, was very he, he was great. The way yeah. he and Chewie interact again, that I think, was brilliant. I think it was... And that was sort of the only... And obviously, they're the characters from the original trilogy. So, mm. you're gonna, they're going to give you that feeling of nostalgia. Yeah, but sometimes but it, but it that doesn't work. It worked. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's like sometimes it feels like they're just trying too hard. Sometimes it's like the first it's season. Like, remember this guy? Remember this guy? Yeah. It's like the first season of a, of a second episode of his TV series where they are trying to pick up like they were all chummy again. But you know they haven't seen each other for six months because they're off doing other things and they it just doesn't feel the same. Yeah. Um, anyway, so we get a really good callback to a little to the left when Bart decides to fire Burns and makes him step a little to the left. Yes. And then, yeah. End Fam- of episode. <laughs> oh, family very happy at home. Um, but they're saying, it's just, I love you guys. It's, it's a nice happy ending. And it ends... Oh, they reveal that they um, they knew about the actors the whole time, but they, they were powerless to do anything about it. Well, yeah, exactly. What are they going to do? Yeah, they couldn't do it. How did you know? Oh, there's a guy hanging out with me in the bar for two weeks. <laughs> Followed me for two weeks to get my character. Yeah, yeah. And still couldn't get it right. Such a Michael... Well, I don't know if that is a Michael Caine thing to do, actually. I don't think he's a method actor at all. Okay. But, you know, it's a good joke about method acting. And we get the... It's like kissing a peanut mm. to, end the, to end the episode. This is a great bit of acting... In- <laughs> Cowabunga dudes. Yeah. There's a great bit of acting advice that I got from Michael Caine where he... Told you personally? Uh, no, from a podcast <laughs> that he was speaking on, but he um, would start with dialogue. Like, he builds his characters from the dialogue out and then from dialogues to hands. That's basically the way it'll go. So, he talk about, like, uh, people from the lower socioeconomic class typically they'll speak faster because no one listens to them. So they've got to get a lot more in in the time that they have. Whereas people that are well off, they can speak a lot slower because everyone stops and listens to what they say. And then hand gestures follow in from the way that you're speaking, body language follows in from your hand gestures, and then boom, you've created a character. Not bad. Hmm. Not bad at all. Yeah. You know who's a method actor? Christian Bale. Christian Bale's a method actor. You know who else is a method actor? No more. Daniel Day-Lewis. Yes, he he's, is. Daniel yeah. Day-Lewis has announced his retirement, which is really, really sad. Yeah, because why? I loved it when he made one movie every 10 years, because they were always yeah, I was great. I say, why did he retire? It's not like he works much. Obviously, he's just done. Yeah, he just wants to relax. But, you know, he's given us... But he works once every... He's virtually been retired for nine years every decade. If you take out nine, that fucking musical he did, yeah. um, every time he went on screen, 
it was the best performance that you had ever seen. Very similar, although he d- this guy does more movies, Tom Hanks. He will only do a role if it's fucking epic. Yeah, for the most part, that's true. Like, he has not done many bad roles. The Burbs. <laughs> he, uh, but actually, I'll take that out. He had that period where he was just trying to make a name for himself. Yeah. But once he was Tom Hanks... By, by Forrest Gump, he, it was just... Onwards. Well, yeah. even before that, Philadelphia. Philadelphia, Big was good, but that yeah. was, was still Yeah, but that's there. still in yeah. his... Turner that's, and Hooch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, whenever people talk about who the greatest actors are of the modern generation, it's... Jack I think because yeah, I wouldn't call him modern anymore. That's previous generation. Yeah. So like, of your DiCaprio. Philip Seymour Hoffman, DiCaprio, those sorts of guys. But, like DiCaprio is fantastic, but I think because of the fact that Daniel Day Lewis doesn't make as many movies, he doesn't get anywhere near the credit that he deserves. How old Day Lewis? Sorry, sixty. So as he's, a, at a push, but is he modern day then? Um, I know, we, like he's he'd be in a similar category to Nicholson. Nicholson probably what, close to seventy now, but yeah, not, Nicholson hadn't. You delivered. can't really put DiCaprio and. Daniel Day-Lewis in the same category. Sorry, he's 60. Um, Daniel Day-Lewis, more so than Nicholson, has been making great movies through the same period. Because he doesn't make as many. Yeah, I know. But, I mean, if I thought in the last 10 years he's had There Will Be Blood, Lincoln, and... Or 12 years, or 15 years, anyway. Yeah. There Will Be Blood, Lincoln, and Gangs of New York. Um, if what I was, think... What was Nicholson's last that same one? Yeah, yeah, The Departed, 06. That was his last that iconic. Was, yeah, and even that was like more of an ensemble cast. But anyway, but anyway, so yeah. I would still. The point is, Daniel Day Lewis does not get brought up anywhere near often enough as being one of the greatest mm. actors of all time. Yeah. So, Mitch, we're going to talk about how we're going to save Channel 10. Yeah. So, and, and the mailbag this week. Oh, the, uh, the one thing that I was going to. I've been asked to bring up is, is sort of not so much a challenge, but I'm curious to find our most remote listener. So, okay. who is listening to us from far enough away, or from the furthest away? That's that's probably a better way to pose that question. The far enoughest away. From the far <laughs> enoughest away. And I ask this because I met a man uh, in my drinking travels who listens to us from an incredibly long distance. Scott is the man's name. He is a marine biologist listening to us from, quote, somewhere in the waters... A marine biologist. A marine biologist, genuine marine <laughs> biologist, listening to us from the waters somewhere between Palau and Indonesia. Jesus. So, if anyone I can... I don't know if that's the furthest, but it's the most unique. Yeah, if anyone can beat somewhere in the waters between Palau and Indonesia, write in, if you can. <laughs> um, we might need to get, like, a, a ham radio so people can get us in on the two-way. Anyway, so, so far, Scott is leading... By virtue of being the only person to uh, tell us the most remote leader, listener competition. Now, here's how to save Channel 10. Well, tell the listeners who don't know what Channel 10 is. Okay, so for for international listeners. It's um, the home of the Simpsons. If you, a, when you get our book, yeah. you'll know what Channel 10 is. We okay, can discuss so it. really, really brief rundown of Australian TV. There are four, well, there are three major three commercial big networks. Ones, yeah. There's Channel 7, Channel 9, Channel 10, and then there is the ABC, which is government-funded and SBS which may also be government-funded, government funded, but multicultural and, yeah. and much much more niche Not a commercial station. No. Of those niche markets, so Channel 10 yeah. was screwed a while ago. It was like late 80s. It was going close to being broke, and it reset itself to pitch for the young market. It brought in Seinfeld. It brought in The Simpsons in the 90s. It just replayed those over and over and over the and Simpsons over and over saved, again. The Simpsons sta- saved this station. And, yeah, it was enough. They didn't get as much viewership as the others, but they were able to charge more for advertising because they were getting the viewers that yep. products wanted to advertise yes. to. They then shipped 
Simpsons and Seinfeld and all that sort of stuff off to a digital channel called and Eleven. That was a big mistake. It was a big bust. No one. I've really watched Channel Ten since. No, no one has. Um, Six p.m. weeknights. Ch- uh, fucking do that yeah. now, Channel Ten. So Channel Ten are now in a great big hole, and I think they were two hundred and fifty million dollars in debt or something along those lines, and they're looking they, they, for people they're to gone. bail them they're out. They're gone. They're not. They're not going to go. Something will. They'll fix be bought them, out, but they're in the shit. Yeah. So how do we fix Channel Ten? How now, do we, Mitch? The obvious ones that have been thrown about bring there the is Simpsons back. bring Simpsons back, bring Seinfeld back. Yep. But I will go one step further. Make Channel Ten a non-subscriber-based HBO-like channel where anything goes. Like, wait, wait, it's impossible. No, it's not. Forget your broadcasting standards. Just, <laughs> just, just <laughs> no, just say fuck it to all of them. But they, they, and just broadcast they be allowed whatever to. you want. They wouldn't be allowed to. You'll make that much money. You can buy out the the. the you what? won't make anybody because you won't be allowed to air anything. We don't have the FCC. You just put it on. We, they, you, this is broadcasting standards in Australia. Yeah, but it's not called the FCC. But you just <laughs> you just say this was your plan. Yeah. No. <laughs> what do you think they want? Do you think that they want no one to see some TNA, or do they want to lose a channel and all of the revenue but that comes from advertising? They're not allowed to broadcast TNA. No, you just talk to them and say it doesn't matter. They'll say you're not allowed to do it. And you go, you're absolutely right. We're not allowed to do it. And then you do it anyway. <laughs> and then you put it out Full. there. No, there will be so many people watching that the the people no one will be watching. Everyone they won't be allowed to. Please, they'll everyone pull, would watch. They'll when pull, Channel Ten, no, people say, would want to watch, but they wouldn't be allowed to watch it. There would, would be no access to it. They'll pull the plug on Channel. They 10. can't pull the plug. Channel 10 still have the power. They're the, the ones that be, put the it to like air. Channel 10, if you keep airing this shit, you're in big trouble. They'll find them. That's all they could do is find them in, in, in breach of standards. But you would be making money hand over fist. Like, who wouldn't want to watch the news and just think that Naked maybe news. Mel Walden is just going to flop it out on the desk as he delivers, I don't know, as he throws to sports? So what you're saying is you want 10 to become Fox. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. It worked for them. <laughs> no, they had The Simpsons. Weeknights. That's what worked for Fox. Yeah, but also a whole bunch of crazy batshit stuff yeah. that goes on. But no, just 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 openly swearing. Start with openly swearing. It won't work. It will work. I guarantee <laughs> you it will work. People would love that shit. Well, they can try. There's nothing... Look, what else can go wrong? When has sex... What have they, ev- got, what have they got to lose these When days? has sex ever failed to sell anything? Have you asked Nicola? No. <laughs> Not, not, I'm not asking when have you failed to sell the idea of sex. I'm asking when has sex failed to sell something else. Never. Not with me no, anyway. No, not with anybody. <laughs> not with anyone in the entirety of human history. You put some boobs on something, they will watch. Yeah, I completely People agree. People will come. Yep. I agree. You, they it, don't even need to be naked boobs. In a more serious It can note. just be side boob. You're allowed to side, side boob. Side boob sometimes better. Sometimes it's alluring. It's, it's the, like yeah, it's like, it's like Jaws. Yeah, you don't want to see. <laughs> you don't want to see the shark. You just want to know the shark is under the surface. Yes, yes. <laughs> so side boob is like the shark fin. Yes, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> you can imagine what now the that's rest a quote of it's for the like. Book. <laughs> but in all seriousness, though, do you think <laughs> Channel Ten should put Simpsons back on? Channel 10, not 11. Yeah, of course they should. 11 was a big fuck up. Yeah, and get rid of the project. No one knows what it is. Oh, what is exactly? Is it news is or it? is it comedy? Pick. What else could Channel 10 bring back to fix? Like, what shows could they bring back? What shows could they start? Would they, but- Good Morning Australia. Yeah. Get Bert Newton back oh, on TV. Fuck, that would be great. Um, so it's pretty much just get their 1995 lineup. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> just go back to when they were making money. Yeah. You know, you know what I realised we've just done there? That's This is like people trying to fix the Australian cricket team. <laughs> 
Get Shane Warm back. <laughs> what, what's the War Brothers doing? What are they doing? <laughs> what are they doing? They were good. Surely they could. What was fifty six? Whatever. They Ponty's can still, still doing commercials. What's, he's got time, hasn't he? <laughs> anyway, thanks for listening to our review of Burns Air. Mm. Hope you enjoyed it. Send some fucking questions in. Yes, we know we had a week off, but Jesus Christ, guys. Yeah, come on. We're still here. Game. Wonder if people are still listening now. Wonder if they just all jumped off ship. Like fuck it, we're gonna listen to this. No, there are quite a few people going. Where's like, you know, yeah, 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 what's going on? Yeah, yeah. No. Actually, and quite a few people that clearly don't listen to the fucking end of the podcast. <laughs> oh, no, because we were pretty clear about it, and I was getting messages. Go, what, what's wrong? Where's, where's the episode? Like, we explained, and we can hang shit on them because they're clearly not listening to this. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Once again, though, thanks to all our patrons. Hey, yes. Because Sweet souls that you are The fact that you guys Are still supporting us Absolute legends I promise you You will get all of the content That we promised We were just very busy With the book You're going to get everything Guaranteed And more Yes There will be a treat We. Uh, I don't want to say told, what... We've told them I was up to tell them No I'm not going to I want it to be a surprise Okay Once But they're going to want to buy the book In a week Yeah In a week We'll be done And then we can say it What can we just say What's the difference what is the difference? Every single person who has ever supported us <laughs> on Patreon, from the inception of our Patreon, yeah. everyone that has ever supported us is going to be mentioned by name in the book. Yes. As That's little, how much we love you guys. As a little thank you. It couldn't have been done without you. Thank 100%. you very much. Yep, 100%. Now, Mitch, any final words for the listeners? <laughs> I really should have waited. <laughs> I should have made that announcement as my final words. Um, TNA. They're my final words. T. And A. Get it done and you will save your channel. Shh.